talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Learning Rx, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julie Nelson. And I'm Chris Magruder. Good morning, listeners. It's great to be here today. It is. Hey, I'm still kind of floating on a little bit of a high from last night. We'll have to talk about that in a little bit. We will. Tease our listeners listeners a little bit here. I'm excited about our show today. We have Colleen Carey joining us in studio. She was a speaker at the Well Gathering this summer, this summer, and she spoke on beauty. And so we've invited her in to to talk about that as well. And I'm, beauty is such a um, a sacred thing, mm-hmm. and it's also something that as women we can imbue so beautifully. Yes. And so to and our, sometimes to we grasp at it the wrong way. Yes, we. Yes, we yeah. get it confused with mm. vanity. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to break all that down. And Colleen's a delightful person. She's just easy to talk to. And I think you all will enjoy the conversation. Having her in studio makes it even more fun. And then Kelly Walkwest is going to join us for a few minutes to tell us about the Catechetical Institute that they're starting here in Des Moines this fall. Very exciting. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. And I think there are a lot of people interested in that. And if you haven't signed up, boy, after you hear Kelly, you're, you're going to be wanting to. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, should we start with prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God pray, pray for, for us sinners, sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Chris, are you still on the floating a little bit on that high from last night? I was, was absolutely amazed how the Holy Spirit brought people to the happy hour event last night. What we're referring to is we, a uh, few of us got together and decided to do a hour of positive inspiration and miracles. We just felt like our Des Moines community needed that. Some we, good news. Good news. Good news. And good news that's going on here in the diocese. I mean, there are so many things, faith-filled things that are alive here. And uh, we... We uh, called it happy hour, a true happy hour, and we held it at St. Francis. And I don't know, how many people do you think were there? We Well, we seated at tables, 152, but there were probably another 150 people standing or sitting in other chairs around. We had to set up more tables. We were just amazed by the Holy Spirit. It was powerful to hear Father Kotsky's talk about World Youth Day and all the the seminarians seminarians on their Camino walk. And we had several priests there. I mean, Father Pins was there. Father Joshua West was there. Uh, Father Chris Rising was there, and I think it was wonderful. One of the comments I heard was, it was so nice to meet the seminarians and get to know them and see who they were. I can't wait for them to be priests. Oh, they are so deep. And they're they're so so great. And they're great speakers. They're great. That was my thing. I thought, they're going to give great homilies when they get out there. We are very blessed here in Des Moines. We are. And we got to keep... continue to pray for our priests and our seminarians because they have a they have a lot on their shoulders they do and um but boy do they handle it well they do but they do holy spirits all over them yes and we talked a little bit about our project that's good news too the veil removed the good news of the veil removed and what's really happening at the mass why do the angels and saints come around the altar right because god's really there that's right and we're doing a we're putting together a short film three to five minute film depicting that yes and that's good news too it's good news well that's a lot of good news last night the thing about the good news about the 
Vale Removed project is that it's not, it's for the universal church. It's going to be for everybody. It's coming out of Des Moines. And it, yeah. Holy spirits. What comes out of Des Moines keeps going out of Des Moines. Well, we, I think we got to get those t-shirts <laughs> that say, we got to get those t-shirts that say, stray out of Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You've seen those. I I haven't. That's why I'm saying, oh yeah. Well, I still I, I still have a teenager at my house, so I'm kind of kind of cool on that stuff. <laughs> Are those t-shirts out of ray gun? Is that where? It, is no, that, okay. uh, it started somewhere else. Okay. I can't, yeah. Okay. Well, gosh. Well, hey, we need to thank our sponsor, Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you for supporting Catholic Women Now. She is here to make insurance simple for you. She's committed to helping you prepare for the future and protecting really what matters most. And she's got a great uh, specialist that works. Works with her, Janet Delavadova, who is a health specialist. She's just well. She's got a lot of great people in her yeah. on her support team. When we met her, it was just very impressive, very down to earth, and incredibly smart. But um, boy, she's got a lot to offer. I like her um, attention to the person. Yes. getting to know the client very well. Yes, yeah. Well, CindySchulte dot com or five one five two two six two one one one. Well, we want to welcome to the studio today here with us is Colleen Carey. Hi, Colleen. Hello there. Colleen was a speaker at the Welk Gathering this summer for women, and she spoke on beauty. But you have some other hats that you wear, too. Yes, I do. I'm definitely a mother. The, my, I guess my favorite thing in life, I think it's the highest career on the planet, is motherhood. And I would say my main job is home management and love extension. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, that's great. I like that. I like that. What do they normally, you know, they used to call the domestic engineer. Uh I I like the the new. Now, do you have business cards with that written? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Colleen, start us out. Tell it, define for us beauty. Well, you asked me that. And uh, the definition I like that Aristotle gave, he says, a concept of beauty occurs when all parts work together in harmony so that no one part draws unjust attention to itself. So whenever anything's whole and together versus fragmented, um, it's, it, it points to a bigger something beyond itself you know, and yeah. when it's truly beautiful. And uh, when it's working like the machine that God made it to be, right? It's order. Yes. It's, no. a, it's a beautiful order yes. is what that is. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God is a God of order. Yes, absolutely. And beauty is powerful. Yes, it is. It's, it's powerful and transformative um, because it changes lives. It touches our souls and it changes the world. And uh, Roger Scruton, or who is it that said, uh, beauty will change the world? I can't even remember. I was a, a Russian writer. I can't say uh, his Oh, name. Tostoyevsky. I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And then Roger Scruton says, beauty is a value as important as truth and goodness. It's that essential. Um, well, it's what draws us. Yes. It, it's what draws us. It's, yeah. it's one of the things that, you know. We're attracted and right. beauty will save the world. Right. Yeah. 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 It will. So how do we cultivate that beauty inside of ourselves? Because we have so many cultural things that bombard our minds with, you know, lies. And so how is we as women mm. cultivate that beauty within? And how do we know that that is, is part of us? I think, and, and along with that, how do we make sure that we're looking at beauty in the perspective you're talking about? Instead of you know what what the world tells us as well. Okay, yeah, I the I think that we could. It's an inside job. It's got to definitely begin with that spiritual journey interiorly that we all work on and cultivate within ourselves because then that's what comes out of us. Um, 
is this where you'd like me to talk about my my bathroom? Sure, <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, I love that. Uh, I Listeners, see my, listen. They're all leaning in now. She's going to talk about her bathroom. Well, I see. I see my bathroom in the morning as my sacristy because our home is our domestic church, and all parts of it in our life and who we are, I guess, expresses from what we do in our homes and with ourselves. So in the morning when I'm getting ready for my day, as I'm brushing my hair, my teeth, putting on my makeup, whatever, I'm thinking through how do I want to serve God with my beauty today or be beautiful for my family? Because I think that when I feel better, feel more pretty, prettier, I just am it reminds me of what I'm called to for my family and my children. And so I'll be saying my litany of prayers at that time, Our Father, Hail Mary, uh, St. Michael the Archangel, just things like that to remind me of what is it that um, my beauty is for. It's to serve God and um, the world around me. And... um, uh, and so your bathroom becomes a sacristy. Yes, I just that. like a priest is they're putting on their vestments for the day. Sure. It's to serve the Holy Mass. Well, I want to serve my Holy Day. And that's where that subject of vanity we talked about mm-hmm. comes up. Yeah, I was going to ask you now, how do we... Well, when I, it's like that comparison thing. When we're looking in the mirror and we're comparing and breaking ourselves down and not enough of this or we want to meet up there or match up and... Too many wrinkles here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's like we don't... When we're comparing ourselves to, to what we see in magazines, on billboards, or people around us, or lifestyles around us, we cannot express the goodness and beauty of who we are. And that's where we have to stop that conversation and uh, remember who we are. We're created for beauty. We are the most beautiful thing God created, I think. We were, the yeah. best was saved for last. Eve was the last thing brought forth. And it's our job, I think, that we embody it, and it's our mission, our sacred duty, our office I love as how women. you say that, our sacred office. Mm-hmm. It's an authority that we have have in how we express ourselves to people around us. Well, we're, if you just tuned in, we're, this is Catholic Women Now. We're speaking with Colleen Carey on beauty. So Colleen, I think one of the beautiful things you said that really struck me because I have a lot of table linens and, and different things for festive times. Tell, tell us it's about, a little bit about that domestic church. And um, I first heard of the term domestic church from St. John St. John Paul II, he wrote about it. But the domestic church, can you explain what the domestic church is and how you live the domestic church in your home and bring beauty to your family? Okay. Um, I definitely see each part of my home as part of expressing that. So like my dining room where we gather and <clears throat> excuse me, welcome people. Uh, I see my tablecloths as my liturgical linens through the seasons and how I, what dishes I bring out, the flowers I put on the table. Definitely in preparing a beautiful meal. Um, my living room, we don't have a TV in there. I kicked that out, sent that to the basement because I see the living room as a place for uh, conversation, for prayer, for um, writing letters. Uh, we have a piano in our living room, which I love, and I love to hear my kids play. In cultivating beauty, that's another thing. Learning to play an instrument is cultivating beauty. There's so many ways. Um, and the kitchen, of course, that is just like the heart of the home. And I think as women, we're the soul of the home. We, are, we embody that Love energy that. in the home uh, because we really are. When we're present and when I'm gone and I'm not gone a lot because I am home a lot, my husband is like, oh, my gosh, we really feel it when you're gone because they do. When I'm gone for two or three days, it's what a different What a beautiful experience. thing. What a compliment. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, and that her husband recognizes yes. the beauty. He does. Yes. Yeah. Wow. wow. I love that. But, you know, when you're saying that about what your husband said, that kind of goes back to when we live our beauty, it brings out the best in our husbands. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He's, like you said, Chris, she, he recognizes that in him and in you, and that brings out his more his masculinity, too. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's that's so theology of the body, Julie. Thank you for bringing my <laughs> theology. One of my favorite things is that is what it is. If we live out our true femininity, it allows the, the men to be masculine and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when they live out their true masculinity, it allows us to be feminine and, mm-hmm. and to be able to be secure in them. You know, we don't have to put on the big strong. We can, we and can then we're rest less, in them. And I think then we're less likely to compare. Mm. Yes. Because yeah. we're feeling that security. Right. And that, that confidence right. of, that but comes from God. I have to back up to your home being a place of beauty. I love the fact that you're not seeing beauty just as a visual thing, but as, you know, the beauty that you bring into your home with music, like the, you were saying with the piano. Wow. Wow. The experience of beauty is what I hear you saying rather than saying, oh, this is, these colors complement the couch and this exactly. artwork goes with this. It's the experience of the beauty. A sanctuary, like mm-hmm. a church is a sanctuary. Yes. I just could feel that when you were talking about your home. It's, this is a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's an atmosphere of beauty. Uh-huh. An atmosphere of beauty. It's a mindset, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it comes from in your heart. And I think that is probably most people, as they walk through their home, there's those areas and places that they feel comfortable expressing themselves. I know that people come to my house any day, they wouldn't always see beauty. They might see messes and clutters. <laughs> but um, it's what, when we're expressing out of it and what that, that idea that we're always working toward to yeah. express in our yeah. homes. I have, to, I have to back up to the physical beauty if we can, and I just want to talk about, I know Annette Benkovich, I, I love her quote about how, you know, wearing makeup is actually a charity. Act of charity. <laughs> people. I thought about that when I was putting on makeup this morning. Yeah. <laughs> when we're tired, that's probably very true. But I'm, I <clears> like <throat> how you talk about, Carrie, how, um, you know, you have learned to accept your own beauty with your changing body. Mm. Yes. Talk to us about <laughs> well, the big girl club. I'm always working on that. It's, I'm reminding <laughs> and calling myself to that. But, you know, I, I think that it's, we are who we are. We get the body we get. It's like I even use the analogy, it's our first soulmate. Till death do we part. So I'm going to take care of this body. And, but yet I, I'm struggling all the time to call myself to that and what I eat and all those things. But I'm in the big girls club. It took a long time to get here, and nobody can take it away from me. <laughs> and you know, little, we Amen, sister. Wait to get That's there. right. Amen, and if sister. We, if we don't um, get comfortable and or, or, or at least strive to be comfortable and accept our age and where we are, what do we have to offer to the younger women that are watching? Because of all we're worrying is trying to look and be younger than we are. And it's okay that we want that and we find a healthy balance for some of that. But it's like we've got to realize the power and wisdom of what we have and the role yeah, we have to, I to agree. carry on. Actually, so, there's a verse in Titus that talks about that, too. The older women shall guide the younger women. Mm. I barely paraphrase, paraphrase that yeah. badly, but yes. I, mm-hmm. Yes, that's how you well, do and, and there's isn't there a verse there? Now, here I am showing my, uh, my lack of not being able to memorize scripture, but the idea that your gray hair is your crowning glory. Yeah. You know, showing your wisdom, hopefully, mm. that you've gained over the years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Colleen, you shared with us, and then you shared at, at your talk on the well, a story about the vase and the pitcher oh that that really struck my heart so Mm -hmm. would you care to sure i have this beautiful crystal vase that was my great-grandmother's and it survived a tornado it at the at the end of the tornado the house was gone but there was a piano and the vase was still sitting there on top of it and that of course got passed down through the generations and so it represents to me my own great-grandmother grandmother and my mother and it's like Um, a wonderful, beautiful picture. But I also have a glass that came from my mother-in-law that's crystal, and it's just a beautiful thing. And on the days when I fast, I set this out on the counter, and I fill the vase with water. And I, as I go through my day, I pour, I'll fill the glass of water from the pitcher 
because they represent the communion of saints to me, the people in heaven that love me, that know me and care about not only me, but everything I care about, my children, my grandchildren. So it kind of goes both ways. It represents the lineage backwards and forward. And it also, and so I then while I'm drinking my glass of water, I'll pray a Hail Mary for somebody or, you know, I'd, but I also try to do other prayers. It's not the only thing, but that keeps recalling me to it throughout my day as I come through my kitchen. And it also represents Mary and me. The The picture is Mary and, and the cup is me. And I had a line I wrote, but I don't remember now, what now it is. How do, how do they represent Mary and you? Meaning I've, as I put uh, pour water into the into my little glass it's mary's pouring a, a beauty into me or reminding me of the beauty i want to express that day mm-hmm. does that make sense very mm-hmm. good that's very, very nice good. is your by chance i'm trying to get a picture here is the vase blue by any chance and she reminds you of mary no, no it's just okay. crystal okay. it's just <laughs> clear crystal and it's okay. this big heavy thing which okay. is why it was able to yes. it's a heavy crystal yes. um vase so Okay. Wow. Well, this is Catholic Beautiful. Women Now, and we're visiting with Colleen Carey on beauty. Colleen, you touched on it just now about the Blessed Mother's role. And to me, you know, she's the ultimate mentor for us as women mm-hmm. and her beauty. And how has she played a role in your life cultivating beauty? Well, um, in two minutes or less. No. Two minutes or less. <laughs> how, do you, how do you sum it up? I, uh, I feel like she's what brought us back into the church, which I won't go into that story. That's a long story. Uh, but the, her, her love surrounds my life. I, I, feel, I always feel safe and loved by my mother in heaven. Uh, and, you know, what? I don't know how I'd sum that up. Just the big picture of it all. Um, you know, d- different visionaries um, in Fatima and, and different places where the Blessed Virgin Mary has appeared, they talk about her immense beauty. Yeah. And what I find so interesting is their pictures of her always reflect their culture. Mm-hmm. The beauty of, you know, probably the most beautiful person in their culture. And I find that just so beautiful, the way she relates and she comes to us mm-hmm. in the beauty of each person's culture. When I think of the Blessed Mother and cultivating beauty, I think of virtues and how virtues there play into the, to our beauty, our inner beauty. And that's, um, I look at all the shoes and bodies, all the virtues mm-hmm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that, that changes my heart. That moves my heart when I think about that yeah. and meditate on that. So She yeah. meets us where we are with what yeah. we need, doesn't she? Yeah. 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 So, well, golly, Colleen, we could talk so much more on this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great subject. And for it women. sounds like we need to hear your conversion story at some point to have oh, you I back on. <laughs> <laughs> we love conversion stories. Uh, <laughs> the journey home on Catholic Women Now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you're listening to Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson on Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcast live in the Mercy Live Up studio at 9 a.m. on Thursday mornings. And again, we're rebroadcast at 9 p.m. You can hear us not only on 1150 AM, but 94.5 and 88.5 FM. And we stream live at iowacatholicradio.com. And we have the new Iowa Catholic Radio app, which you can download free, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. It's really nice to listen to on the app because you don't get the skips or the buffering. It's a clear signal. Yeah. Steady stream. Mom can hear me in Fortnite. I know. My mom has me on her iPad. Yeah, yeah, so, so fun. So, hi, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> oh, uh, we want to say next week's guest, we're excited to have Elizabeth Piccicelli and her husband, Mark. They have a new ministry called Theology of Dance. They started out teaching swing dance lessons to their high school friends. Yeah, in response to, to the grinding that they yeah, were seeing they at saw. dances when they were 
they so were their ministry has grown to the point now where they are launching it more nationally, and they have a unique perspective as they incorporate important messages of respecting intimacy between males and females through teaching them dance. Yes. I just I think this is fascinating. So interesting. And there's another thing of beauty to me. Two couple, a couple dancing gracefully together is beauty. The man leading and the woman following, mm-hmm. and they come back and forth. It's, it's the play it's of that the I- interdependence. You know, yes, you, it's that idea of order again, isn't yes, it? it? Yes, it is. That's the way God shows us beauty so often. Well, we welcome to the show Kelly Waquis. Kelly is with the Harry J. Archbishop Harry J. Flynn Catechetical Institute in St. Paul, Minnesota, and she's here to talk a little bit more about that. This program will be starting in Des Moines this fall. So, Kelly, welcome back. Oh, great to be back. That's great to hear your voice. Well, Kelly, let's just start right out. What is the Catechetical Institute? Um, the Catechetical Institute. I'm very impressed that you can say it. We actually say <laughs> I that practiced in our long. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's our joke. We say, once you graduate, you will be able to say that quickly. Catechetical <laughs> Institute, like five times fast. Um, the Archbishop Harry J. Flynn Catechetical Institute is a two-year program, but it's broken down into 11 weeks, so it just it really flies. But what it does is it brings the laity um, into deeper knowledge of the faith, and it's taken uh, from the catechism. That's our main book, is we, we really look at the catechism, but we see it as a journey from blessing to blessing. You know, so from the moment we are conceived in the heart of the Father, we're on this journey back to the heart. You know, our, that is our goal, to be back into into that perfect familial relationship of the Trinity. And as we're on this goal, or on this journey, we've been given um, certain things that help us get there. And one of them is the catechism. It's kind of like a road map as we're going. So we go through a uh, two-year course. Like I said, it's 11 weeks, so it really goes fast, where we walk through those four pillars, always keeping in mind that journey from blessing to blessing. So the first pillar is the creed. So what the creed is, is that's really, that's really the story in miniature. And then we go into, in the spring, we go into the second pillar of the catechism, which is sacraments of the liturgy. So that's really how we get into the story. And then the next year, another 11 weeks, is the third pillar, and that's the moral life. Um, life in Christ, and that's how we live. It's kind of our, it's our script in this big story. And then the final one is prayer. And that's kind of the icing on the cake. It's the thread that weaves everything together, and it's how we communicate, how we communicate with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, as we're on this journey back into that relationship. So it is a fabulous, fabulous course, and we've been doing it for about, well, we're, we're starting our, our ninth class. Wow! So up here in the Twin Cities, and just we're we're just booked. I mean, we've got another two hundred people coming in this year. So okay. it's just great. Well, Kelly, how do, how is this is this structure different than like if someone would take a class and sit down, read the catechism, answer some questions, and discuss, and then move on, like more in a, a um, like an academic setting? Is it set in that kind of a setting, or is it kind of got a little different uh, spin on it? Oh, I get to give you the good Catholic answer, both and, right? Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> really for anyone, no matter where you are in your faith journey, I mean, you don't have to think like, oh, this is too academic for me. Because um, we've got people who who are PhDs who are taking the class. We have people who haven't been to school since high school 20 years ago, and we've got people just right out of college, you know. So it's, it's very open to anyone, but there is a great academic spin on it. Um, but it's, it's placed in, a, in such a way that it's not 
overbearing. You know, our instructors are so powerful and so good. In the Twin Cities, they're some of the best in the Twin Cities, yet they really can relay that message very well. So it's almost you're falling in love with your faith and almost being entertained with it. It's, it's beautiful. And we just had three instructors from Des Moines come up. And Jeff Cavins, um, who is our um, the director emeritus, he's the one who really was, you know, a part of founding this, um, taught those instructors. Well, and so it's passing on kind of the torch. We need to throw that name, Jeff Cavins, out there because there's a lot of parishes here in Des Moines who use his, who use his Bible timeline. Mm-hmm. So he's very well known. Mm-hmm. I think right. I think when I think of this, the, the catechism really is the why do we believe what we believe? You know, when the Pope had it, had that you know put together, he it's backed by Scripture, of course, and I think that's important for people to know as well. But you know, there's so many reasons to want to be a part of this catechetical institute. Right. You know, and I think we look at right now in the Twin Cities, we've got over 1,500 graduates from it. And we certainly don't have to, for us, and I, I market it. We don't have to market it because people who go through it are so amazed at what they learn. And just they just fall in love with it. So we've got, there are best voices. <laughs> you know, I, I would love to do a story someday on just how many people we have in the Institute who are, friends or relatives. You know, we see couples going through, we see their kids coming through, their sister, their brother, their mom. I mean, it's just because they can't help but share share the good news. Like, this is so awesome. You've got to, you've got to take this, this course. And in our archdiocese, um, it's mandatory for our deacons uh, as well as our seminarians. Our, our first-year seminarians go through it with us, which is super cool. Wow. That's Here great. What yeah. are with people that are going to be shepherding someday. Yeah. Wow. And what so a blessing you guys are offering. Well, hey, Kelly, we are cutting, coming to the end of our hour, so we're going to let you go. But thank you for sharing with us. And um, where can people go to sign up for the Des Moines Catechetical Institute? Well, you know, at the, I, if you go to CI, as in catecheticalinstitutestudent.com, Right on the left-hand side, you can just click, and it takes you right to the Des Moines site. Great. Awesome. Great. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, good to Ever hear so from you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have, Have a, a great day. day. God bless. Bye-bye. Catholic Women Now is grateful to Learning Rx for underwriting the show. When your child is struggling in school, that's such a heartache for a parent to watch. But the key to helping them is finding the reason and the, the cognitive reason that that they're struggling in school and oftentimes it's not just rote memory but it's a cognitive learning that they need to have tweaked a little bit in their brain and rewired kind of their Mm -hmm. brain and learning rx does a great job of doing an assessment that is just special to your child and pertinent to your child Mm -hmm. and they take a lot of time to get to know your child and to spend that time helping them to succeed in school learning rx 515-224-4819 and learningrx.com. Wisdom of Women. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and on her tongue is kindly counsel. Well, our wisdom today comes from Jason Everett. He has a quote here that just sums up what Colleen was talking about beauty. Nothing in heaven compares to the beauty of God, and nothing on earth approaches the beauty of the woman. For this reason, women have a unique role in revealing God to the world. 
Amen, sister. Beautiful. Amen. It's beautiful. Well, thank you, Fred J. Haas Law Offices. He is an experienced attorney of 35 years. He's personal injury workers, comp and medical malpractice, and he supports Catholic women now. We thank him so much. 515-256-6301. FredHaas.com. That's Fred, double D, Haas, double A, dot com. Well, that concludes our program, Catholic Women Now, here in the Mercy Live Up studio. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is next. And let's close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All these things we give glory to you, God, for all the beauty you present with us in our lives. Open our eyes that we may see them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Learning Rx, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, Iowa Catholic Radio.